Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast, featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. And our challenge is to remember who we are today and every day. We want to look at circumstances. We want to look at the, the situations that are in front of us. Um, I've often talked about when you go to get gas, you don't say, oh, I was running on fumes. I couldn't believe that I would even get here. I was, it was so awful for so long. Do you say that to the attendant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do is just say, fill it up. And that's what we're doing in prayer. We're focusing on what we want. We want to fill it up, fill up our consciousness to remember who we really are. Not staying focused on what seems to be amiss. Because what we focus on expands, right? So if we focus on what is missing, what are we going to get more of? What's missing, right. We get more and more lack. And then we say, what's wrong in my world? There's so much lack here. Well, because that's what we're looking at. And the trick is to shift our consciousness and to look at truth, not circumstances. Now, the world, the material world, and all the pundits in the material world will tell us that what is true is circumstances. Come on, get real. Have you ever been told that? Have you ever told yourself that? Uh -huh. Of course, we all have. But that's not what's real. That is the illusion, what the Hindus call maya. It's just it's an appearance. We've all had the experience of, well, I don't know if everybody's been to a fun house, that might be a generational thing, but in the fun house they have these mirrors, and you look in the mirror and you look like, whoa, wide like that, or you look really tall, or, you know, just some kind of distortion that is funny, because you actually know that you're in a fun house. But as we're walking around through life, we are in a fun house. <laughs> and those things out there that seem amiss have no more reality than the fun house mirrors do. They're just distortions, perceptions that have no truth. The truth is not something you can see with the outer eye. Although the more you see it with the inner eye, the more evidence you see of it in the outer world. But it's something where we have to turn within, which is why we recommend meditation. Because in meditation, you close your eyes and you shut out the funhouse mirrors. You focus on your heart. You focus on the soul. And you come back into alignment with what is true. So when we talk about abundance, many people just use abundance as code for having lots of money and all the toys they could possibly desire. And if we're honest with ourselves, when we think about 
times that we say, I just need more abundance in my life. What does that mean? If I need more of it in my life, that means something, it means something material. I'm out of cash right now, I need more abundance, I don't have a job, I need a job. Maybe abundance is really, in our culture we tend to think about it in financial terms, but it also refers to health, it refers to relationships, it refers to um, our intuition, just cooking on all fours. It, it refers to whatever seems to be missing, it exists in essence form. And when we look out and we see the lack, we are not lining up with who we really are. And that is our work, to line up with who we are. Because who we are is abundance. Abundance is not something we have to get. Because as soon as you say, I need to get more abundance, you have stepped into duality. It's something that's outside of me, and I need to get it into me. There's no getting. There's just being. There's just flowing. So when we listen to that beautiful sound of the bowls and the gong, we are the sound that is flowing through all that is. The sound that weaves together a cosmos that is in perfect harmony. And we need to focus on that. Don't focus on the thing that seems to be out of harmony. Don't spend all your time on Facebook ranting about how it's out of harmony. Don't pick up the phone and call somebody and say, I can't believe what she just said to me. <laughs> we, we want to stew in outrage, but then we're focusing on what is wrong and we get more to be outraged at. Instead, we need to focus on the truth of who we are and just imagine that sound rippling out. Especially in the earlier service, I just could, I could hear the sound of whales as they were doing the, um, the sound meditation. And you know how whales communicate? They're communicating to other whales that are so far away, but the sound just travels through the water and the messages are received. And that's how it can be for us. When we line up with who we are, we are radiating this energy that is going out through the waters of the universe and beyond. We are having an effect for good in the material world because we are being true to who we are. When we need to heal something, 
We are healing an illusion that's out there. And we heal it by sending out these ripples of energy, of truth, ripples of abundance, because we are that abundance. Whatever the arena is, and in the material world, we will always have an arena that we are working with. Because if everything were all in alignment, our work would be done. It is all in alignment, we just aren't tuned into it. So we are here being in tune, tuning in. That's what we're doing. And wherever the area is that we think needs more tuning, we start out by knowing that it's already tuned. We just have to hear it. In the abundance class, we are going to spend more time discussing this and practicing this because all of this is practice, right? There's probably nothing I'm ever going to say to you that you say, wow, I never heard that before. You know, mostly you have heard it before. You've probably read a whole stack of books that say this already. But that doesn't mean that we're living it just because we've done that. We are here in human form practicing. And the more we practice, the more skilled we become at remembering to tune in to who we really are. Right? In the abundance class, one of the aspects that we're going to look at is the three levels of manifestation, which I found really very fascinating. I have this one book that we're going to use called Mastering Abundance, which is a book that I started reading it, and like Kevin was talking about, my mind kind of went, and so anytime I find a book that seems useful like that and is stretching me, I want to share it with you. So we're using that book, but then this last week in um, the SAE week, I was teaching a class on self-awareness using the book Conscious Living by Gay Hendricks. How many of you have read that book? Anybody? A few of you. It's a fabulous, fabulous book. And Gay and Kathleen Hendricks are somebody that I studied with back in 94 and 95 and got certified with them and their programs. And I remember after doing this training, I was riding home from San Francisco where I had taken the training, and we had done this work on manifestation. And I remember having the thought, I can create anything I want. It wasn't an affirmation, it was a knowing. That work that I had done with them was so powerful, I knew it in my bones. When I came home, I had a couple of years that I had been working on starting my business, but was, I was primarily taking care of my little kids and you know, getting used to being in bend, and then I got divorced, and then I got in a new relationship, and so Needless to say, my mind was somewhere else. It was not on my business. And my business reflected that. So I would say at the point that I took that training, I probably had 
zero people coming a week. <laughs> maybe maybe one every every once in a while, but you know, flatlining basically. And after I took this and I knew I knew I could have whatever I wanted. <coughs> what I wanted was a thriving business with lots of clients. And this was in kind of the, toward the end of November I was doing this. So what I knew for a fact is that nobody needs counseling in December. <laughs> because everybody was like me. And they were busy hanging Christmas ornaments and getting ready for Christmas. And it was the happiest time of the year. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and so, because it was my truth, everything lined up to support me in my truth. Nobody called me in December. And that was fine with me, because I was happy getting ready for Christmas. I also knew that in January, everybody turns over a new leaf. And this is a time that people would want to come and have counseling. You know what happened? The first week of January, mind you, I had done nothing else different except to know in my bones I could create what I wanted. The first week of January, I had 11 clients. <laughs> I had never had 11 clients in a month, let alone in a week. By March, I had 25 clients a week. And that remained steady throughout my career until I started being a unity minister and, and cut back on my practice. These principles work. So when I opened the book and I'm reading about all the manifestation things, I thought, Oh, yes, I remember. I remember how wonderful this is. So just the very quick version of this, which we'll get into more in the class, and I hope, I hope so many of you will take the class, because I want to I have a tsunami of abundance consciousness in this community. The first level is Newtonian. So, based on the laws of Newton, it means cause and effect. And if you focus on something, like if you're doing affirmations, you're picturing yourself like what Kevin was talking about in his prayers, he's focusing on, I'm going to be so joyful, I'm going to be full, I'm going to be excited. He's focusing on something, and then he creates it. And we've all done that, right? Affirmations work, and visualizing works. And it's a Newtonian level of manifestation because we are putting an effect out into the field. And we are saying, I'm going to create this. And it takes a certain amount of work toward it. We have to, we have to keep visualizing. We have to keep affirming. We have to stay focused on it. The second level of manifestation is Einsteinian. So Einstein's contribution was the relativity of time and space. It appears to us in the material world that time goes in a set order, and there's no flexibility there. There are 30 or 31 days every month. There's 365 days every year. There's 24 hours every day. It's all set. But think about it. 
when, for example, when we were visualizing having the space several years ago. It took forever, didn't it, to create it? Then again, once we're signing on the dotted line, the, the LLC people, and we have to get ready because now we have a date of September 16th, suddenly there was no time, right? Time compressed. When you were a kid, Christmas stretched out forever into the future. Where when you're in trouble, it lasts forever, that time out that you got stuck in. When you're having a good time, it shrinks. What do you mean it's already over and it's time to come in? Time is relative and it expands with perception. So with abundance, when we're manifesting in an Einsteinian way, we play with time and space. What we want to manifest isn't out there someday, it's, it's here now. And then there's the third way of manifesting. And the third way is really very in alignment with unity. I didn't know it at the time that I was taking that training initially, but the third way involves knowing that I am that already. There is no separation. There is no duality. I am the abundance. I am the harmony. I am the love. I am the wholeness and health. It is nothing, it's not outside of me. And everything is working together. So whatever needs adjustment in the field, I am making the assumption that the circumstances are just going to come together, that life is supporting me. Life is supporting me. And I don't have to get all concerned with making sure it happens. It's happening. Think about it, if you have someone in your family, or when you were a child, the person in your family that prepared the meal, you probably didn't or don't follow around after them. Are, uh, what are you going to do now? Are you doing it? Are you doing it right? Are you doing it right? Oh, I, I need to make sure that you're doing it right. No. You sit back and you relax and let them prepare this feast for you. And it doesn't occur to you that they'll forget or that they'll go to sleep instead of fixing the meal, that you'll be hungry. You don't think about those things if you have someone reliable who fixes food for you, right? You're just excited, maybe you can smell the good smells coming toward you, you know something's coming, your mouth starts to water in anticipation of that goodness. But nowhere is there a point at which you say, well, maybe it won't happen. You know it will happen. And increasingly, you're seeing evidence that it is happening. 
That's the third way. One is not better than another. In a given circumstance, you may want to use one versus another. You can use them all at once. If you've never manifested before, you may want to start out with the Newtonian and then add in the Einsteinian and then the third way. But realize that there is great technology available to us to tune in and remember who we are. 